Before we get into today's checkout, I want to invite you into something brand new, our free Slack Add to Cart community. After four years of bringing you experts and leaders in e-commerce, I thought it was time to connect you, our listeners. I have no doubt that you can share experiences, tips, and questions that will help you in your e-commerce businesses and careers. It makes sense to bring you all together. If that sounds like a community that you want to be a part of, head on over to addtocart.com.au forward slash e-commerce dash community to join. Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous Add to Cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get through your Friday. Here's your host, Bushy. Today's checkout features Drew Manser, co-founder of TileCloud, an online D2C store transforming the often confusing and overwhelming tile buying process. With over 300,000 Instagram followers, that's 300,000 Instagram followers for a tile shop. And partners on board, such as Three Birds Renovations, Tile Cloud provides inspiration and the goods to elevate your reno with minimum fuss. Drew, welcome to the checkout. Thank you so much for joining us. In our main episode, we talked a lot around your role in the customer experience across the whole renovation journey and how you can make that as simple as possible, as well as your expansion into B2B and some of the technology automations that you've put in place to make sure that you can focus on the customer. But we're here to learn a little bit more about you. So I've got five quick questions. Number one, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online? Uh, I got a little adventurous and I bought this. It's like a it's like a printing gun. Like imagine it looks like a super soaker and you can print on like three-dimensional objects, kind of like outdoors and stuff. Like, and get a load of this. I thought it was a red hot price. Turned out to be a scam. They just took my money. I got nothing. Oh, what were you planning on printing? Those printing things are a real thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them in real life, like on T-shirts. Yeah, I wanted to label pallets that have like boxes of tiles all on it and it's like a super rough surface for like you know batching and stuff like that good intentions but i think i learned my lesson don't buy exotic printers online you don't have a printing gun no (laughs) i also didn't follow up and go buy one in real life anyway i just i parked the idea (laughs) leave that trauma behind (laughs) all right number two who is your favorite retailer aussie or international have you got one of both yeah okay international it's a bit basic but i really like I really like to study Apple and I, I'm fascinated by how they make like really complex stuff simple and, and the way that they organize their menus and the way that they hide their information and, and the way that it kind of like comes out. Like I'm just fascinated by that. And like simplicity for us is a big part of our, our, one of our kind of like core tenets of what we're trying to make this process. And, and so I think learning from people that do it really well is, is fascinating. So that'd be my international inspiration. My local retailer that I love is I, I really love Jason, the team up at LSKD up in Logan in Queensland there. We're part of a, 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 an e-commerce community and it's been fun watching their journey and, and so, sort of seeing how, how they have, have better understood their purpose and their mission and, and really lent into that and how that sort of translated into business success for them. Yeah, they're just doing good stuff. Yeah, they are. Have you uh, done the HQ workout there? I've not done the HQ work out there, but it's a it's a cracking gym for a um, for a warehouse. Like, yeah, that's an awesome facility for the staff. 
quick funny story for you. I um call I went and saw Jace a few months ago and met him. It was like middle of the day. So I was like I was like two o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Rock up and he comes out and we shake hands and his hand was freezing cold. I'm like, Oh mate, that's cold. And he's like, Yeah, sorry, just jumped out of the ice bath <laughs> just before this meeting. So we've just been chilling <laughs> in an ice, ice bath. bath comes, just to yeah. There you go. Exactly. I'm glad he didn't ask me to join him in the ice bath for the meeting. All right, number three, which e-commerce practice do you wish was history? Oh, I'd probably say I'm, I'm not a big fan of that kind of like that sort of wasteful grab six sizes and know that you're going to return a bunch of them. It's not a big thing in tile. So like it's not something that I feel like I'm proactively needing to like manage in, in our world, but more as a consumer, I just have an awareness for like wanting to like never do that to retailers that I buy from. It's like, Figure it out. Get your size. Just buy the thing and be done. Need some sort of sampling program. (laughs) (laughs) Universal sizing. I don't know. I think sizes are meant to be universal, but like they they just kind of aren't. Like, I don't know. Everybody interprets the sizing differently. Maybe maybe someone should sort that out. This is two blokes talking about sizing problems. You know what I mean? Like, I think (laughs) if we've got problems, then I know how bad it is in female fashion the differences in what's a size 10 in some places versus other places it's um yeah it is a big problem number four can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into i can recommend the first business book that i i read where i was like oh this is like impactful on a day-to-day and it's how to win friends and influence people dale carnegie and the thing that sort of like tripped me out was that it was written like ages ago but that all of the the teachings are so relevant like and continue to just be like it's about managing relationships with people in business and i personally i guess to a certain extent but but kind of just that when i'm bored i put it on like i'm just like oh, i'll just, I'll just go through that again like it's almost like at any time any chapter can relate to something you're doing in your life it's like kind of like a if you have like 10 minutes to listen to something and you're like not keen to like start a new thing, just rip a chapter of that. It's good. I think it's, like you said, it's a great starting point if you haven't done a lot of business books like because it's the foundation of everything, right, is relationships. I would also say that I feel like the title does it a bit of an injustice. Like that's a, I don't how to win friends and influence people. That's a bit, it's, it feels a bit dirty to me, but the, the contents feel not so aligned to that. Is there a tip in there that's kind of stuck in the back of your brain that you always go, I will always do that? So for me, when I read that, the thing that was that immediately clicked was people like hearing their name said out loud. And, you know, as a 20 year old, when I read that, and I was like, ah, that's why people say names and like, especially when you're introducing because it creates that connection. So to me, that was like a aha moment. Did you have similar? Yeah, I think it's interestingly, it's also probably playing to the ego a little bit. And, and he talks about a, a merger of two industry titans. The, I think it was a Bethlehem Steel company and, and, and somebody else. And they were going to merge and kind of go into partnership together. And, you know, they're, they're fierce competitors. And, um, he was sort of setting up the deal. And, and the punchline is essentially, it's like, well, what would the new entity be called? And he's like, well, obviously we call it your name. And like, you can imagine how that would land in real life, right? Like, you'd be like, Oh, yeah, we would. And it's like, you're on board, you know? So like like that, I don't know, let's call it credit for the deal. If you can structure a, a proposal in that way, let me tell you, it lands better. 
Love it. All right, last question I have for you, Drew. Finish this sentence. The future of retail is? The future of retail is, oof, I think it's probably just going to keep getting more and more convenient. And I don't want to pretend like I know exactly what that looks like, but I do think that we're going to start to see more and more as we move away from like the the cookie browsing experience where, you know, brands kind of like know what you're doing in the internet, like more broadly, you're still sharing what you're doing with like individual brands in the way that you specifically interact with one specific one. And so I think our, our experiences will become just more and more customized with our sort of like favorite brands. It's like, you know, my relationship with, you know, my supermarket, for example, is going to continue to get more and more refined as they know what I want and they point me to the good stuff and, you know, that kind of thing. And I think that that'll be ultimately useful because it's kind of like, it, and, and I think that there'll be, you know, it's a bit boring, but like, I think that the, like the regulation around, you know, using people's personal information and, and, you know, consenting to doing all that stuff, there's a uh, privacy reforms, like that will be impactful and it's definitely going to shape how, how people are sort of like, tracked but also how they're fed a customized experience love it and it kind of ties nicely back to what we were talking about right at the start of our main conversation around the frustration around not being able to have that tracking of the customer journey all the way through because people use different email addresses it might come from different household members so that might just be something we're stuck with that we have to learn to live with imperfect data that's the world we're in Mm. drew thank you so much for joining us on the checkout no worries at all To hear more from Drew, jump back into episode 334, where Drew shares his thoughts on custom websites. He tells us the practical filters he uses when producing strategic content, and he shares the surprising response he has for the numerous tile cloud copycats that are out there. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cart.